0: Hey, it's Karen Hunter from The Karen Hunter Show on SiriusXM Urban View. Here's a highlight from today's show. We know him as Alley Cat. Nothing, Smith. Alley (laughs) Cat. Yeah, so early on in the show, right, back in 2014, we were in this little tiny stank studio at SiriusXM. My business partner, my man Ron, would come in because, you know, I was new on Sirius. He has a lot of other shows on Sirius, so he would come in and sit in with us. He's part of the family. We would have these deep esoteric conversations, and I don't know if he believes, I think he does believe in Jesus now because he's been down with me for this long, but let me welcome him to the show. Ron, heart and bow, welcome.
1: There you go. Thank you.
0: And, absolutely,
1: and, and yeah. I do believe, absolutely. Yeah, you
0: don't have a choice. You do not have a choice. You've That's been converted. Right and bathed in the blood of Jesus, not in the Satan sneakers that little Nas X is putting out, but the blood of Jesus.
1: That's what we rock. Well, and, and, and look at Nike. You talk about catching hell, right? Yeah.
0: Huh? There you he go. Gets, look. All right, Smith, you suck. Okay, and, and joining us, and I've been trying to get this one. She's been on once before but she's out there and I, I watched the, the reality show with she and her sisters and her mom I mean just amazing of course her solo career then she's got her own situation she's got a radio show she's oh she's also a tourist like I am so you know I love myself you know I love myself so, let me welcome to the show the one and only
2: Erica Campbell hello hello thank you so much for having me I love y'all singing the song I love
0: that hey so, you know it was funny to, to watch this man cause he I need we were looking at him like what the hell literally what are you doing but yeah he loved your song so what how are you doing I'm doing good um you know
2: navigating coming out of the pandemic year like everybody else slowly getting into the world going
0: back to normal you know husband kids church radio music are, are juggling we, the same things are we going to be back to normal have you guys been vaccinated like they said today we can travel. More freely now, even though we have to be masked. Yeah, up I
2: don't. I don't trust the vaccination. I don't. I don't. don't.
0: Hurry up, get on oh. black people first. That just
2: it, some don't sit well with me. And I know I'm sorry. I know it's a bunch of people just very pro vaccination. I'm
1: just. I mean, so I'm, I'm I just it. I want you to know that I gladly got both. You know, I waited online. One of the things that upset me, Karen and I talked about it was there were so many people that I saw in so many different neighborhoods that either did computer privilege, white privilege, I live in uh, better zip code privileged and we're traveling to all kinds of neighborhoods that y- they wouldn't be caught dead and otherwise, but they showed up to get a vaccine. Um, I, I've gotten both of my vaccines. My wife just got uh, both of her, uh, just got her second uh, shot. My uh, My daughter-in-law works in a medical center and so she got one a long time ago because of the environment she was in. And uh, little by little, um, uh, you know, people that we know and love are getting vaccinated. I've got to tell you, other than a minor reaction, mostly if you have the second one or if you do the J&J one, and the reaction is probably just your body saying that they're fighting the virus. And, um, you know, I, you know, so far no no messages from Bill Gates have come through to me the way, you know, some (laughs) people on the right wing are saying. You know, and and I understand the past, um, but you know, it's almost like in my mind, this vaccine makes up for past sins, um, and is so important for everybody to uh, to get. You know, it it really is. It, it it's science, and and again, I know in the past there've been real issues, and there's there's hesitancy, and there's you know, cautiousness, but. You know, I, I'll at least tell you that uh, I got them. I'm happy to get them. If they say you need to get a booster, I'll get a booster.
0: Okay. Yeah, it's, it's still
2: a note for me. Sorry.
0: Okay. So it's all okay. right. Listen, Erica. And listen. I'm out. And, and because of that, she's out. <laughs> so what if you can't travel? What if you can't travel without the vaccine? Because I know last two years ago, I had to go to Africa. They they said you can't come into this country without yellow fever, without the malaria, without the card to say that you had your yellow fever and malaria. And I was like, I want to go well, yeah, to Yeah, I mean, yeah, that, that, but this
2: particular, this COVID that, that we've, there's not been enough time to evaluate. And I don't, I, I just, the part about this that I don't understand is I don't hear anybody saying build your immune system, wear gloves, wear a mask, you know, uh, sanitize your hands, get this vaccine. Why can't we just build a strong enough immune system to combat it? So I've been around people who had it. My husband had it. I took care of him. I didn't get it. My mother-in-law had it um I went to her house made soup for her was around her didn't get it and not and I'm not that I'm this you know special case I just believe in building a strong immune system um and that's just you know that's just where I stay I haven't heard enough everybody's like oh there's no side effects I mean that's that's not a good enough reason to me you know what I mean so
0: there's side so, effects I mean
2: some people need it and some I you know I'm not I'm not telling so you so if they tell you this-
0: Cause you travel, you travel, that's right. part of your job. If they say you cannot get on an airplane unless you're vaccinated, are you getting it? Get my own plane. Oh, you better do that. That's that's. There you go. That's what I, <laughs> I was like, where we get one of those.
1: So, 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 you know, I mean, Erica makes a point about building up your, uh, your immune system and vitamin yeah. D is proven um, and has been proven. You know, what, what I think is one of the, the missing parts of public health communication. There's been a lot, I think that when we look back in time, we realize there's a lot of things that we could have said and communicated to people better and differently. And hopefully the next time this stuff happens, Mm -hmm. we will, but vitamin D um, um, uh, deficiencies in a lot of people um, uh, is, uh, is something that has made their immune system lower. And, you know, simply by taking, I don't know, 2000, 3000 IUs. I don't know, Erica, what you think is the right amount.
0: Let's not, let's not give out prescriptions.
3: The views expressed to, by the oh show's producers I'm and t- its y'all guests trying to are not give me necessarily those see, of Karen I'll, Hunter or SiriusXM.
1: I'll go get myself pissed. I
0: don't think. I, I, oh
1: I
4: don't
1: my god! Going to get canceled. I, I think there's plenty of evidence that in in the um, in, in the liter- in the scientific literature that says that if you if you have vitamin D in you, you're going to be. Uh, but you know what? There's the internet. Um, you can't no. always believe everything you see and hear on the internet. But vitamin right? D this is a is good true. one. This is true. The
2: medical industry doesn't want us to have something that we can get from the grocery store. Come on. Okay. They make more money when we're sick. They don't, America doesn't make money when we're well, they make money off of sick people. So if you're sick, they're going to tell you to take this medicine. They're not going to say, change your diet. They're not going to say, get rid of sugar. We make too much money off of sugar. They're not going to say that some beef and some meat can be toxic. We make too much money off that industry. They're not going to do it. Look, they sued Oprah just because she said she was vegetarian a, a bunch of years ago. Like, we know That's how this country works, so it's kind of, it's like the stuff that we see, yay, we want to take care of the people, then there's the underbelly, and you have to, you're somewhere in the middle, and you got to make your own choice with what you believe, right? We Can know I, that, is the truth. we know that, we know who they want to take care of and who they don't want to take care of. We're I'll looking you- at this case when they're trying to prove that this man had to have his knee on, on George Floyd's neck for nine minutes and 26 seconds or however long it was, that he was just doing his job. Sorry, that's not what you called me. on no, never... no, no, what, no. No, actually, about, so let Mary. me just
0: say this. No, I'm giving you a hug right now because <laughs> that energy that you came in is the exact same energy that I had the last week. <laughs> I'm trying to shake it, but clearly we need to sit in this space for a minute, minus the vaccine, because I, I I separate with you on that because there is a mm-hmm. scientific, uh, you know, in the fact that white people are coming to the black neighborhoods to get it, I'm like, mm, this ain't Tuskegee. That said, right. you're you're not wrong about us building up our immune system, and I've had many, right. many, many doctors on who say that they they get maybe one week of nutrition in a four four year education when medicine, right. food, and medicine and disease and food, right. They, totally co- correlated why isn't half your education it's in we eat. this space yeah so right. yeah i i agree with you i'm just not yeah. gonna ever on these airways tell people not to get vaccinated because i think that that would be to me irresponsible in this space yes i'm not telling I don't anybody own. not to do
2: it just right. as for me and my house for you
0: listen right. my
2: husband wants to get the vaccine and your how like so
0: so what's the it's conversation? Because he had COVID and you, you know, so right. how did it impact him? Because I remember him coming out and saying that. What
2: It was rough. It was very, very rough. Many nights he couldn't, like literally couldn't, breathe gasping for air taking breathing Mm. treatments just all the medicines and you know what I mean just all the natural it's a combination of homeopathic medicine and natural things just to make sure that he got better he got better in three weeks and is pretty much back to normal now um but it was scary it was very scary Tina had it too and Tina said I was preparing myself like okay I may not make it out of this she said that's really what I thought but I, I, I come from a family who abused medicine from the doctor who kept trying stuff here. Okay. Let's try this. Let's try this. Let's try this. And my father got sicker and sicker from them trying, you know, so I don't have a good, I don't have a good backstory or history with it. But then you have my mom who didn't take medicine has always been in the homeopathic way and is 70 and still living her good life. Looks amazing. Has yeah, never been in the
0: hospital, no issues, just from taking good care of her body. So. Yeah. She looks like y'all sister. Um, so, so, <laughs> Living in the house with with Warren, having COVID, how did you keep yourself safe?
2: We quarantined. We stayed downstairs. And when I came in the room, I had a mask. When I came in, he put on the mask, Um, we had um, essential oils and all that stuff going as well. Um, A a concierge doctor who who walked with us through the whole process, um, who made sure he had what he needed um as well as uh giving his him massages as he laid on his stomach because you know if you lay on your back your lungs are compressed and it was harder to breathe so i literally had to massage him every day um just to to get him better and i slept in my son's room um and he slept in here when we had dinner we told him to set up his his camera and we would still have dinner together and still pray for him and you know, wait for him to be better. And I'll never forget that Sunday. He, We were like, where's daddy? He wasn't on the camera. And he came downstairs and the kids were like, yeah, because we had got the negative report. He had got the negative report from the doctor. So um, it was just a very interesting time. It was no
1: joke at all.
0: I want to ask so, you, go ahead. I'm sorry, Ron. Go ahead. No,
1: so, so they're now talking about vaccinating uh, 16 and 18 year olds and younger people. and 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 so what happens if, the school systems say, which is a different question than what happens if you want to travel and, you know, the airlines say, if you can't prove that you've been vaccinated or that you've got a negative test, you can't fly. What happens if the schools say, you know, we really want all children that are going to come into the school environment to be vaccinated? I mean, there is the the ability to home teach and home school, um, but you know has anybody had any of that discussion because that's the next discussion that'll come out
2: sure my kids are homeschooled and the reason I homeschooled them was not just because of COVID but just because you know the nature of my work and the nature of my life and I wanted more time with them I want them to experience what I do so um, they've been homeschooled and, and most homeschoolers have a different view than kind of the the kind of kind of cattle call uh thing that's going on in public schools i don't i don't necessarily like what public schools are teaching they don't teach all of history they just teach the part they want you to know they don't teach financing they don't teach real world living you know there's just so much in regular schools and then i didn't like um the way some of the teachers would talk to my black son so Um, I took them out a long time ago and I feel like you prepare your children for the life you want them to live and so if they're in a system that doesn't understand them that doesn't elevate them um, that already has a preconceived notion of who and what they can be, then you take them out of that environment so that's what I did my kids had been at the same school very very nice public school here and me and my husband had been there and every time they would say things to my son like I don't know why your father never comes here and I literally had to tell the teacher stop saying that to my son you've seen him you've seen his dad several times we come to the programs we come to the office stop saying you don't see his father Mm -hmm. you're sending subliminal messages that I don't like and I didn't appreciate." So my kids don't go to public school. That was a long answer, sorry.
1: But, but no. that takes care of that. That there's not quite, I mean, that's still a question that's going to come up, uh, you know, and, and part of the answer and you've answered it is, uh, uh, you know, my children are are homeschooled. So it's not going to be an issue whether the schools say you need to be vaccinated or not because they're not mm-hmm. going, right? Yeah, or, they're not going.
0: Yeah, I, I'm actually loving this conversation. I just want <laughs> to sit in it for a minute because I feel like, you know, these are the kinds of discussions we should be having you know, the, the, the breaking the, the mold of like, this is what we all should do. Yeah. We got to arrive at a conclusion. It's clear that Erica Campbell has gone down and studied and looked at things and, and you have the ability to be able to make a different choice than most of us. Like you said, I'll just just have my own plane.
2: Yeah. I have, I have it all in my family. So I have some cousins who've always every holiday season, all the older family members, all right guys, let's get the flu shot. And they stay sick all season long. Let's get this vaccine. And some of them have gotten it right. And then my sister, who is an Ayurvedic practitioner um, who believes in natural medicine, who's um, been studying for the last several years. Um, so it's, it's always a mix and you have to trust your gut. You have to trust your heart. You have to educate yourself and know what's best um, for you and your family. I, I can't I can't raise my house based on, you know, what other people do. And everybody feels different, even in our black community. You have some part of the black community that's like, we got to do what they say, because they gonna keep us safe. Who is they in the first place? And then you have others who want to kind of be in control of their lives and get information, the real information, not just what they tell us.
0: I was watching um, this uh, last cruise on HBO, is HBO documentary. Uh, about the crews that got COVID back in yes. February. And they knew then that it was airborne. They knew it was airborne. They knew mm-hmm. that asymptomatic people could spread it, and they didn't tell us. And, mm-hmm. you know, coupled with the fact that we had a horrible president and leadership, et cetera, you know, there were just things if we knew better, we would have performed. You know, we washing down stuff, which we should still keep clean stuff. But mm-hmm. if, if we wore masks that first month, Two months lockdown, it would have gone away because it wouldn't have had a host to, to live in. But mm-hmm. that's neither here nor there. I want to ask you about uh, Donnie McClurkin has a video out where he says, you know, he's gonna he, he's gonna be alone for the rest of his life.
4: I didn't know how to have the relationship. I didn't know, really, what a woman wanted. I've messed up more than I than I've had good. My past relationships were a sprinkling of everything, men and women. I don't know how to do this. And because of that, when things get rough, I go back into my safe place, my music and my ministry. I wanna lay down next to somebody that's gonna be with me for the rest of my life. I really do. I miss the fact that I did not have the family unit that I could lay next to my spouse with my baby on my chest and be the quintessential dad that raises up a family like I saw in my dreams and I want it in my heart. So never having a long-term relationship in my life and never being married, my thing is I chalk that up. I'm going to probably be alone for the rest of my life as far as a mate is concerned. Happiness is something that's relative. I've got joy. Joy is consistent. Happiness is based on what happens. But joy is a constant type of assurance that everything's gonna be okay.
0: Mm, that's Donnie McClurkin, you know, of we fall down and get back up fame also. Yeah. Pastor. I'm gonna start with you, Erica. When I listen to him, what I hear, first of all, even in the you know, the joy, because joy comes in the morning, there's a church undertone of oppression that I hear. And I just want to know what 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 your thoughts are. Like, I feel like he was raised in a in a church environment that told him that the way he is 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 wrong. So he lived his life hiding it and running away from it, and then dipping and dabbing and you know swooping and duping, and then got to a place where he couldn't live his full life.
2: I don't know that the church told him is wrong because we don't serve the church; we serve God. And so, if you love God, Th- that's why that's you, why I said the church.
0: That's why I said yeah. the church because I think a lot of yeah. us are wedded yeah. to to the ideal, to the religion and not to, to, to God. No, I think it's, I think it's part of his choices.
2: I think it does sound sad. I'll definitely say that. Um, he was on my show too and said the same thing. And I was like, golly, you just resolved that it's never going to happen. But, um, you know, people have different types of personalities and sometimes, like he said, when you don't get women, it's hard to, communicate it's hard to do that and and most music people can go to what's comfortable and if you're an entertainer you know you go to the stage you know what I mean a lot of people it's the same reason some people have a problem with food when I feel uncomfortable just let me eat something and and feel at least my my version of normal whatever that is but it's really it's really heartbreaking it takes time to be in a relationship relationships are not easy no matter if you what relationship you're in, they're not easy, period. It takes a lot of understanding. It takes a lot of patience. It takes submission in relationships. It takes a lot of things that sometimes people are not equipped to do, especially like when I think of like women who are bosses and in control, it is hard to be a wife sometimes because you're so busy being a boss and that language just don't translate. Um. And so it just becomes challenging to be married. Listen, it's more single people in the world than it is married unfortunately. Yeah. Um because yeah. people don't want to put in that time or that work or not willing to or don't feel like the, the person that they're with is worth it. Um because I remember him calling me. I remember him dating somebody in the gospel community, a young lady and he was excited and
0: then it just turned I was like, "Yo, what but happened?" He's, he's he like, was
2: gay. I mean, I'm
0: just I'm saying though that yeah. there, there's the other problem though Erica, Erica Campbell, like Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. We're not gonna deal with that. We are gonna we we're gonna just ignore that part of it. No, no, we're not ignoring that part. So if he says, I wanna live my love,
2: myself, I mean, no matter what, everybody it has something, right? And so if he says, This is how I want to live my life and you're trying to and you attempt to, I don't know if that's the only reason because operating in a in a space that says, God, I wanna follow what you say, is challenging for anybody, no matter what your Struggle it is all right, or maybe it's not a struggle.
0: I'm gonna ask not- this. I'm, I'm sorry. i just. I just. I want to ask this question because I'm. I'm gonna deal with this tomorrow, and from an Afro-Africana's uh, perspective, with Doctor Carr uh, at noon uh-huh. Eastern on YouTube. Mm-hmm. But we're gonna we're gonna answer this question: What is a sin? Right? And when you say you know, follow what God said. Is it what's written in the right. Bible? And what what version of the Bible? And what translation of the Bible? And you know what what is to me the only clarion call is to love. And love has very mm-hmm. specific actions in 1 Corinthians 13, 4 3. Absolutely. Very specific, right? So, Absolutely. Uh, and those are the only two that cover everything because those are the two. Love God and love one another. What is love? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When we get into this, like, am, am I sinning and then I'm not living my life? And then, you know, especially in the Black church, mm-hmm. when I look mm-hmm. at somebody like Donnie McClurkin and I listen and I watch that video because it's a video, I see mm-hmm. someone who's trying to live up to something that didn't jive with his actual proclivities and spirit. And I'm not even talking about, you know, what we do and don't do, because to me, sin is amorphous. Sin is, 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 a, is not what we think it is to me, but mm-hmm. just, in, and we've watched, you know, your journey with Warren and there's been, you know, you, you've come to mm-hmm. a place where your, your relationship is beautiful, but there was a rocky part and you got through it and, mm-hmm. you know, it's very public, you know, cause you got a reality show and watch Tina go through hers too differently than you differently. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was painful, you know. And mm-hmm. I was I was sitting there like, why d- are we involved in this? You know, these these are very mm-hmm. personal situations. But I I'm gonna shut up now. I just mm-hmm. no. So I'm I'm.
2: What was the yes? Go ahead. There was no question. I went on. Yeah. So the question. What is sin? What is no? Sin? I, but I, I yeah, had what a question. Was, yeah. What I was is sin? What the and also the other part was when you said submit, um, do you mean on both sides for the, the wife and the husband? Uh, of course. To submit? Oh, okay. Absolutely. Of course. Of oh, course. Of course. I knew, I mean, knew Joyelle was going to not...
0: be like, I ain't submitting. If he ain't submitting. <laughs> yeah.
3: We both submitting. Yeah.
0: That's what okay. I'm saying. So I think sin
2: is if you serve God, you know, if you love God, the son of the living God, believe that Jesus, you know, believe this is resurrection, which if you believe that, then sin is anything that goes against what God wants for your life.
0: So does God want the same thing? That's what I was going to say. So God wants something for you that something different for me. It's a
2: it's a personal walk. So I'll give you this example. So my aunt, who I love and adore, was my first lady my whole life. She said, you know, I know how getting dressed and feeling beautiful made me feel. It made me feel a certain kind of way that kind of removed God as a necessary entity in my life so certain things I couldn't do she said I wouldn't wear pants because if I was in pants it was all about me and this is she's old real old school so even earrings she wouldn't wear earrings because she didn't want anything to get in the way that that fed her flesh too much she was more into Mm -hmm. feeding her spirit than her flesh and so I think in our time everybody is just feed my flesh, period, bump everything else. Well, mm-hmm. if you serve God, it's a constant struggle of bringing your flesh into subjection to the obedience of Christ. I think the biggest tool of Satan is the enemy, is making people think that he doesn't exist. I think that's where he, he has done his best marketing and he's done his best work. The enemy works 365, he never takes days off. His best tool is making people think that it ain't him. His best tool is whispering in your ear, saying something to you so long to you go, yeah, that's how I feel. If we were born of light and love, if we were born with power, love, and a sound mind, but he came to give us fear and and all these other things and we embrace them, then we go, this is my, I often say, there's so there's good spirits and bad spirits. We know that, right? And so I believe whoever you talk to the most, that's who you have the best relationship with. So if you're talking to God and you're communicating with God, then you literally have all of heaven on your side speaking and guiding you through life. But if you are so enamored with everything that's not God, then that's what's more prevalent to you. And it feels normal. This is what I've known. This this is what I've known all my life. If your family didn't grow up in church, then even somebody talking about loving and serving Jesus just sounds strange to you. That's why I don't get offended when non-believers don't get me. I get it. You don't love my God. You don't serve my God. You don't read the book. You don't get it. You understand it. So it's just going to be foreign to you. My best, the best thing that I can do is be an example of his love and light, not judge. You know what I mean? I throw people away, walk with people through life as they go through their tough phases and stages. Cause we all got different. My uncle would always say when I grew up in church, he said, you're going to be surprised who is in heaven. And you're going to be surprised who's not there.
3: I, I, uh, I, I want to pick your brain a little bit, Erica. Cause I like, I like your perspective perspective and I like the way you lay it out I don't want to turn this into no super religious conversation but Donnie McClurkin right I don't know much about him but just based Mm -hmm. on you know what I heard I feel like uh part of the reason he feels like he's going to be alone is I don't think he's met his match I don't think he's met the mate that has turned him out that's one let's put that to the side secondly I don't think he's living in his truth so I want to ask you because we hear a lot about people living in their truth. That's like the new catchphrase of the day. Right, right. Do you, can, you, can you, in your opinion, can you live in your truth if it's not of God? There's your truth and then there's God truth. You have to pick which one you
2: want. So what's true to me and what God says is true for me are sometimes two different things. And people can make that judgment call mm-hmm. on their own. God is the creator that created humanity and said you can serve me if you want or if you don't okay he wakes us up every morning and if you say i don't believe in god you still breathing you still living do you live your fullest potential i don't know i don't think so mm. it's like it's like um i have a certain car a certain brand and i keep trying to use a different key for this car the car ain't gonna work it's not its optimum level you know what i mean
3: mm.
2: and that's just that's just where i am yeah yeah Okay. I love how all of y'all looking at me like, oh, not because, you know, I don't <laughs> know, Erica. I, don't I know.
0: had whimsical questions. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's full this Friday, right? So I did have a certain kind of vision. I said, we're going to come in. We're going to have fun with ride, We're going to sing. We're going to, you know, you're going to give us a little more Jesus and tell us what you're working on. And then it was like, ah, boom. <laughs> it was like, Oh, but that's been the whole day. So I'm gonna be obedient yes. and just let it flow. However, nah, it's but, been. But
3: I, I respect the fact that you, that you. But let me
0: tell you, the I joy respect, in it. I let respect
3: the, the fact you that, you that you take a position. Most people don't take positions, and that's what that's what I enjoy about you.
2: It's hard to take a position because yeah. it, is, it is confusing. Listen, I have a friend that I loved, been my friend for many, many years, um, struggled in this area of identity, and he said, "I want to do things God's way." He said, but how do I get away from this feeling that is inside me that I've tried to do something about? And I was like, dang, man, I don't know. I'm not going to tell you, oh, well, do these three things and it's going to change. It worked, Some things work for some people. Some things do not. And when we get to heaven, I got a whole lot of questions for God. My job Mm. is to love people. The Bible says, for God so loved the world that he gave. He gave his only begotten son that whosoever believe it. That's whoever. It didn't say the perfect, the straight, whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Now, after you've come to Christ, then there's a scripture in Peter that tells us what we have to add to our faith. So the salvation is free. Everything else you gotta work for, you gotta add. You gotta spend some time in life. I always say coming to Jesus is like filling out the application. All right, I'm saved. Lord, forgive me of my sins. I'm giving my heart to you. Now you've gotta figure out how to walk this thing out. Seeking, you shall find. Knocking, the door will be open. The world is full of questions. Who's answering your questions? Where are you going for your answers? That's something that we can all. I choose to go to the word of God. Mm-hmm. I, my, my heart has been healed in so many ways, in so many different things that I was trying to figure out, you know, growing up poor and my mom and dad being married three times, being on welfare, being this family that was out front. Did everybody love the Atkins family, but we ain't have none. I was like, man, don't this seem backwards. We keep saying God can supply our needs. We're still on welfare. I was that kid that always questioned it right and god would always grab a hold of my heart and no matter how bad times were, there, there would be this peace that was on the inside of me that he was real and that he loved me and that if i listened to him and i followed him i would find the the, the fulfillment thing in life that we're looking for because most people are looking for the same thing you want to feel fulfilled you want to make money you want to be loved and you want to love you want to have a good time you that, Across the board, no matter the nationality, no matter what, we all want to be, we all want to feel like we matter in this world. Like, why mm-hmm. am I on this planet? I'm going through that with my 16-year-old. Why am I on this planet? It don't matter who your mama is and your daddy is. I need to make sure she finds purpose. I feel like she's going to get that from the creator, not just what she thinks and what she feels. And mm. she's beautiful.
0: When you were talking about the the poverty that you grew up in, because, you know, again, yes. when people see a family... they th- they see that they're successful they think that they're successful and what you've done with the reality show both the one with your sister and the one that you did personally is give people Mm -hmm. a peek inside your lives um any regrets doing that and then how did you break free from the poverty
2: um break free from the poverty just working and and changing my mindset about it um you know be- becoming an entrepreneur. I mean, I started doing hair in my mama's kitchen at seven. It, it, it like tw- it like charging people $7 to press their hair at like 13 years old. So I've always worked summer jobs and stuff. And I know, you know, the more you work and become an entrepreneur, you just learn more information. And I, I knew I was destined for something great. I just didn't know when I was going to get there. So I spent a lot of preparation time. It was a song that I loved Um, that had, a. a it, was, it was called He's Preparing Me. And it would move me to tears because I knew that God was preparing me for something great. So even the things that I was going through now was going to serve a purpose in my life. There's a scripture that says all things work together for the good that love the Lord and for those who are called according to his purpose. And so since I believe that, I believe that even the devastation was going to serve a purpose in my life. So, you know, just working and striving, not having low self-esteem, not being afraid, you know, not not second guessing or telling myself they're not going to let me do just pushing and going and driving and being aggressive about it and uh wanting to see uh the visions that god allowed me to see in my dreams
0: any regrets doing any of the reality shows you you've done any
2: regrets no no i i wish they would have treated my sister better though Mm -hmm. i think you know in tv it's it's framing and and it's you know you have to have an antagonist you know you have to have a good guy bad guy because our personality is different from mine it was probably easier to do that and that part I really really hate because it was a lot of hurt a lot of stuff that I wish would have been different but I, I think the show was good I think people saw us as humans like before the show they still called us the girls they still thought our names were Mary. they they see that we're human and that we're working we have kids and you know we go through just like everybody else you know and I think they were able to even see our love for God and our our decision to really try to do things God's way. I believe that God's way gets God's results. You know, I think sometimes people don't want to wait, they don't want to be patient. So they do their own thing, you know. Um, And I figure if I really trust Him and serve Him and believe Him, then I got to do things His way. And I I feel very, very blessed um, to choose God on purpose, you know, not just in bad times, but to choose and serve and love God on purpose.
0: And what are you working on now? Because I, you know, you are always doing, and, and I feel the kinship. I think <laughs> our birthdays are like four days apart. So, you know, and, and your sister's also a Taurus, but I think she's a May Taurus. So y'all are, you know. May so, 1st, yeah. um, uh, April 29th. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, what am I working on? I'm working on my album, my my um, my um third album, um, putting out a new single called Positive. Um, And I, I really felt like after a year, like 2020, we needed music to affirm, feeling good and choosing good you, you you wake up in the morning and you have the choice all the emotions are laid out for you do I want to be frustrated today irritated today which one do I want to lean into and I choose to lean into the good into faith and to hope and to joy into the fact that everything will be all right like even if people ask me am I okay and I'm not okay I'll say no but I will be because I'm always trying to get to the better version of myself never ignoring where I am um, and so all of that is wrapped up in this song, Positive. I'm super excited about it because I, I feel like music speaks to the world and to the earth and it can change your thinking and it can build you up. And so I always want to do music that's, that's building people up and getting them where they need to be.
0: What okay. shifts did you make during this pandemic? Because I know that, I mean, you guys have a studio so you can always make music, but you were yeah. touring. You were you you were winning Grammys and hosting things and you were, you yeah, were ma'am. busy. And it all I was stopped. happy
2: to be home. I was mm. happy to be home. And then after a while, I was like, OK, don't, don't nobody want me to come nowhere and sing. The world ain't open yet. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, you start singing from home and, you know, we had a friend who had a church. So I did some, some performances there and Sunday best still happened even in the COVID year. So I was working. Work just looked different um, kept doing my radio show, spend way more time with my family. Mm-hmm. I had never been home this much in my entire career. So like for the past 25 years, I had never been home for 10 months, it's wow. like barely two. My limit was once I had kids, my limit was like two weeks. I wouldn't go over three weeks, but not without being home, but I had never been home this long. And I think my husband and my kids all loved it. I loved it. I love being home. I love being able to just spend spending time in my house and making my house the vacation spot, mm. making my house the safe place. So we've, you know, done some things to make the house comfortable. So, you know, not only do we work here, but we live here. We love here. We play here. We pray here, all of that. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> it's been good. Okay, my whimsical question (laughs) if you can travel back in time to a music performance, what would it be? My answer is like Stevie wanted to do in Fingertips Live or Prince recording Purple Rain at First Avenue. Ooh. What do you think you would go back if you had a little time machine on you? If I had a time machine, what would I go back to? I would probably want to go back to a Winans recording, like a Winans family kind of something if I could just be in the room and experience it uh blessed to be friends with them but I'm still very in awe of them and their music gift and just their excellence and the way Marvin Winant sings and the you know beat Cece and her smile just that whole family I'm just obsessed with with all things and so yeah mm-hmm. that'd be my choice.